Okay, we are back at the pro show. Oh, look, Primus is still playing? Still playing. Still playing. What's wrong? You Did you drop your headset? You did drop it, so it's all misadjusted. Okay, so... I got some stuff to talk about. All right, talk. I mean, it's it's family stuff. It's 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 socio socio not economic. I don't know. It's stuff. Right. Um, so I don't think I talked about this. Stop me if I did. But Allie in school, like one of the, her classes is called CERC, right? It's ridiculous acronym. It's Creativity Innovation Resource Center, but it's it's STEM class. Okay. And in fifth grade, they have a thing where they put get together in teams, and they make an invention, and they work on their invention. They prototype it. They make a final. They do a video. They make a pitch. And then they do Cirque Tank. Shark Tank. Type ah, thing, I see. Right? Okay. So you have to make your pitch. And it's all positive stuff. There's no assholes, you know. And the, 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 the judges are people of the community, librarians and school board members and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Allie has been waiting like all year for this. This should be her. This should be the highlighter for fifth grade year, right? Sure. You know, with what she has. She's on the team with uh, a girl and two boys. A team of four. Two boys, two girls. And guess what? The boys are calling her bossy, negging her, putting her down. Like, so instead of this being. The highlighter of her year, right? This is a class she's dreading finishing. Mm. And she, the way she tells me, like, she, we had some really good talks. And she just, it's so cool. Like, because of all the work I put in, she considers herself an engineer, right? I'm actually just now starting to feel confident that she might survive the middle school cliff type stuff. Um... But, oh my god, is it, like, when you hear, like, she knows, because of her channel and stuff, she knows how to finish a hard project that mm-hmm. is tedious and not want to do. And so she's trying to be a leader, and the boys are grooving up, and they're telling her not to be so bossy. And... I mean, the problem is they, I'm, I don't know the, the boys, mm-hmm. but I'm imagining they get that from home. Yeah. Probably. Uh, or culturally, mm-hmm. or whatever. But there's a thing still. It's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And and then there was also some nagging stuff. Like, you know, Allie last year, during uh, learning, uh, relearning, uh, what's that called? The, the, the educational thing they had. Uh, remake learning, right? Where she, I think you remember this, right? I, I think I told you about it, Where she was invited to come talk at Meet the Maker, which... Right. Had mm-hmm. like forty teachers from across the country on a bus tour, and it was all adults and whatnot. And she got to give her little her speech about what you know she wants mm-hmm. in front of forty people, and she did a pretty good job presenting that speech in front of a bunch of scary adults, right? And apparently, her teammates, the male teammates on her team, had known this, and so she's like working on the rough draft of their pitch, and she's kind of stumbling through it, stuttering a little bit. And they dropped this. I thought you knew how to talk in front of people. And she she handled that part well. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is a rough draft. That I practiced. That I delivered. I'll deliver this, right? But she, through this whole project, there were several times because she went into a shell. 
instead of mm -hmm. being a leader and making their project great, you know, they had a vote on what the project should be and the project that, you know, it was three to two, three to one, I guess, that, you know, a toilet paper dispensing robot was what they wanted to make. So made this automated toilet paper dispenser, almost like a paper towel dispenser with you wave your hand type thing, right? Not that imaginative, but... She's in fifth grade. Yeah, right. Who cares? Uh, I was trying to, like, I get, tried to give her clues, like, wouldn't it be more fun if you had, like, a robot that would launch toilet paper rolls across the room or something <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> like, have some fun with it. Um, and, you know, so she, you know, but she was outvoted, so she was fine with mm -hmm. that. But, you know, when they're trying to get the project done, she's trying to delegate and, you know, and stuff like that. It was So... I went and watched her presentation. She didn't want me to be with a judge the day she was judging. So I went and watched her presentation. And um, really meek at the beginning. And then like three quarters of the way through. When the judges are asking questions, she... And then like, you know, she, she finally broke out and was answering all the questions. While everyone else was just standing there. And um, so, I mean... It was good. It's she just, does have this, like, I noticed that on the stuff that I've watched, she has this 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 meekness that she has to yeah. get through, this, yeah. this kind of, yeah. yeah. I think she's a lot better. I mean, she's she's, she's getting, no, I mean, I understand what you're saying. It is there. The thing about her is, is I, I sense a real strongness underneath that, and mm -hmm. she just has to kind of, like, burst through that. Yeah. I mean, she probably picks up a little meekness from Heather, and... Yeah. And where she's at now is is a really good spot because I mean if she was keying too much off of Heather, she wouldn't be doing any of that, right? Mm. Um and I've talked with this about a few people and I've I've become kind of um reassured that she's gonna survive middle school. Mm-hmm. And um so another thing that she's been working on is she was it's also I mean the thing about boys being like pulling girls' hair and stuff like that right the whole that's their response to to being intimidated and yeah. and and not not sure where where they're supposed to go yeah. is to is to lash out yeah so the other thing you had that with Max right I'm sure you you've noticed yeah a little bit yeah Max is actually starting to. You know, his natural inc inclination is to not like stuff Ali does, right? Mm -hmm. So he never really started playing soccer. Even though I'm sure he would have liked it and he would have been good at it. Um, and then, you know, this whole making thing. But, you know, like, he's curious now. He's like, I don't know, that seems pretty cool. So I'm going to, like, I am pushing him and, like, it's okay. Okay, so that's Ali's thing over there. Let's go out to the garage and do mm -hmm. wood shop or something, you know, whatever. And then just keep spreading it out. So hopefully he can get to it as well. The best poets know a bit of engineering. Yeah. Right? I mean, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. If, if, if having, I've told this to my sister, like, knowing, understanding a bit of math is going to be much better for you in the long run than if you avoid it completely and say, oh, well, I, I don't have anything to do with math. Because, no, there, there is, there is, aspects to life that you won't understand if you don't have a little understanding of, of, mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. If you don't have a little engineering in your life, then how are you going yeah. to understand how, um, how, uh, how a bus works? <laughs> like, uh, so, a little oh. bit more on like Allie's identity. Her school computer 
the wallpaper is Mythbusters Jr. Mm. So she did that on her own, right? Um, next weekend, we're going to Asheville for the Asheville Mini Maker Fair. So she's going to present her stuff in Asheville. She's really excited about going out of town. We're going to go to tour Biltmore and stuff like that. One of the um, historical fiction stories she's reading. So I guess we're not going to have a show next weekend? Not next weekend, yeah. no. One of the historical fiction stories that she's reading is set at Biltmore. So she's really, you know, kind of excited about that. Um, and then we just, her, her cousin, and uh, a friend of ours just did a robotics competition. It was a do-at-home robotics competition mm-hmm. from Wonder. There's these robots called Dot and Dash. Have you ever seen, like, the triangular blue robot? It doesn't ring a bell. Don't worry about it. Um... So we just finished the final submission for that. We got invited to the Invitational Round, had to do some challenges and stuff like that and videotape them. And the final challenge, it failed because the robot's not very reproducible, repeatable. The code was good, but, you know, I'm trying to minimize out error, but they probably tried, they probably shot the final challenge 28 to 30 times to get it to run, right? Everyone is getting frustrated. The other two girls are getting frustrated. Uh, the house, we're at, the one girl, Brooklyn, her mom, we were at their house. Mom is just like, like losing it. Like, like, and then Allie's like, it's okay. This is, this is engineering. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. And it's not like I told her to say that, right? That's her philosophy. Oh, well, she's, she's been through it. Yeah. She's like, shit doesn't work, you know? And, you know, there's problems with this challenge in the robot. How can we minimize the error? The robot is not as accurate as it needs to be. Well, basically, once you start it, it it's a one that drives around and can pick up. Uh, we actually, she, Ali had to design and 3D print an attachment to pick up ping pong balls. So that was part of the challenge. Mm-hmm. She designed that. And um, But once you get started, there's no way to like register where the robot is. So any little, if it only turns... 86 degrees instead of 90 degrees mm-hmm. right that's then within yeah that's within the tolerances of the robot's error bars right uh-huh. but it compounds itself because it's a long run for this last mission and then it has to it has to drop these ping pong balls into a cup into a solo cup so it has to gain like seven inches height right so if you were if i was designing something to so to pick what up. they what they did was they um you can show me your design but to drop into the cup they tried to, you know, designed a ramp and drove the robot up the ramp. And getting it up the ramp reliably without dropping the ping pong balls was, was tough. So Greg is drawing his design. It's kind of a... Uh, oh, I thought I knew what you were drawing. No, I don't. Sort of like a, it, it's sort of like a claw, but it has... Mm-hmm. Like these, I guess these are actually sort of more. This is not quite. Yeah, right. So the design she came up with was more like forklift forks. This has these have kind of like these are angled in, and then the bottoms are straight down, so it kind of envelops. Right, but you also have to drive the robot eight feet. And yeah, right. But this is just the, this the is just my my design for sure. for the for the pickup. So it, it opens these. These go out. Yeah, but you can't see when the ping pong ball is in the right spot. You, you can't register against the ping pong ball. Here, let me show you what she ended up coming up with. All right. So what she came up with was forklift forks. 
and then she put little guides on the outsides. So if the ball was over here, it would kind of get pushed to the center. And you had to pick up two. So you just put them behind, and you could orient them however you wanted. So it just picked up two, and they could lift it up. And it came it up a couple of degrees, so it held them in its forks. And then it had to go up a ramp, and then drop them into a cup. And getting up the ramp reliably, and dropping them, and having them not get stuck was where the problem was. Uh, but sometimes it would run into an obstacle because it would go an extra 5 centimeters or 10 centimeters. The robot's tolerances were a huge factor in... Mm. And it was oh, so annoying because in the preliminary rounds, it was building upon programming experience. They had to use repeat functions and conditionals. One of the ones they had to reverse engineer. The one challenge was awesome. They had to look at the code and then look at the board and figure out where to put obstacles on the board to make the robot get to the end point. Okay. Because the robot was doing a bunch of decision making if there was an obstacle in front of it or not. And the way they had to figure that out, the easy way was to actually step the backwards through the code from the finish line to the start. And they did that. So they have all this, like, and there's high school kids. I don't think high school kids could have figured this that one out. And this final challenge is go from A to B, pick up some ping pong balls, and go to C and drop them in a cup. There was, there's no repeatability. There's no reason for a function. There's no sensing obstacles and avoiding them and, you know, writing, things like that. And then part of the challenge was um, Microsoft sponsored the finals and everyone in the finals got a sketch kit, which was uh, a marker holder that you can snap onto the robot so it can draw stuff. The challenge for her age group, the 9 to 11 year old age group, was download these shapes, code the, the code to draw these shapes, draw them on paper, stick those papers on the board for the final challenge. Mm. Meanwhile, they sent us the sketch kit. We had a practice session before the final challenge came out, teaching the girls how angles work to get shapes. Mm -hmm. It was a great lesson, right? And you know, we had we actually had to discover how the actual angle the robot turns is not the inside angle, but it's the uh, straight, the parallel to the new direction angle, the right? Tangent. So you had the. Is it, I don't know if it's a tangent. Here, let me draw what I mean. All right. So. Say so you wanted to draw a hexagon, right? Yeah. So the turn's going to be roughly like that, right? Sorry, can't see. So for a hexagon, <laughs> yeah. you're going to make that yes. turn, right? Right. And when you do the hexagon math, you're measuring this angle. Right. And that... Some like 30 is, degrees, 35, something. No, that would be 90, so it's greater than 90, so that's like 120 degrees for an hexagon, right? Oh, I see. Yes. Right? yes yeah. Okay, this mm -hmm. angle here. But your robot's facing this way. Mm-hmm. So this is the turn command, right? That right. angle there. Mm -hmm. And that is 30 or uh, 50 degrees. Mm -hmm. 60 degrees. 60 degrees. Right? So we have to teach them, like, you want this angle. Like, when you do the math, like, how many degrees are in a hexagon? And you get 120, right? But that's not in your code at all because the robot isn't facing this way and turning 120. Robots facing out mm -hmm. the other side. So we had to teach them those kinds mm -hmm. of things. So, you know, it was a great geometry lesson. Mm -hmm. 
and the the 12 to 14 year olds i think have to have to come up with their own code but for 9 to 11 it's like download the try download two different shape codes from these from these places draw them on paper and put them on the board like what so it was it took them 30 runs to actually drop the ping pong balls in the cup but that was there was like not a better like if they could engineer like a, a high lift like a front loader mm-hmm. you know like with the hinges so we could actually lift it up seven inches which is something i could engineer 11 year olds aren't going to be able to engineer that then you probably could have been more reliable with this whole thing it was so frustrating because the robot wasn't accurate enough to mm-hmm. do what the challenge wanted but that's but it also wasn't it also wasn't building upon code learned in the preliminary round which was insane to me anyway Allie was a rock star saying like this is what happens we just have to shoot it again let's do it again let's reset this is how engineering this is how robots work <laughs> everyone else is like crying mm-hmm. and she had it so so proud cool yeah yeah no, that, that, I mean that, that's the right attitude because yeah I mean when when you get into the real world didn't work didn't work yeah. didn't work didn't work Brooklyn's didn't work. mom didn't have enough patience so mm-hmm. like we were trying to guide them towards I mean, the adults knew the ramp to the cup was the best solution. We're trying to get... We want the girls to figure it out. So we're watching YouTube videos on simple machines and inclined planes and trying to nudge them in that direction. And Brooklyn's mom got frustrated and basically sat that on the map and got out a piece of cardboard and showed them what a ramp would look like. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? I was not there yet. Mm-hmm. I was not there yet why are you giving them the answer eh, sometimes giving the answer works like, no, i get you i they weren't there yet yeah. we could have given them a half step to the answer anyway i mean it's interesting like what what you're what you're going through with with ali because you want to I, I understand like in, in in some sense you want it to be you want her to be a natural <laughs> and and not like to be just an exceptional like just super exceptional so you'd be like look look no. at her but i mean of course no no, no, no i get it because why wouldn't you but, but like on, on the other level the fact that she has to learn means she's she's a lot like everybody else yeah. she has to go through no these... she's not she's not a genius I, i've never thought she's a genius um i think that what she makes of herself is going to be a lot of hard work and is it and it's probably nurture you know like she she's growing up in a privileged environment right she's not going to bed hungry she's not worried about getting home from school safe stuff like that right so mm-hmm. things are going to come for her but I, I'm, I've said this before when I had infants right odds are she's average right that's kind of what the definition. is. I mean, she's and she's I've, certainly average in most in most areas because most that's exactly yeah, what most people right. are. That that if you, central limit theorem, mm-hmm. if you take enough variables, yeah. everything's gonna gonna end up in a Gaussian distribution. Yeah, so it's gonna be normal, and and, and that's fine. <laughs> that that's natural. 
Yeah. That's, no, so I don't think she's yeah. a genius. I don't think she's a superstar in this thing. But, you know, hard work could go a long way. She she can be a superstar in some things. Yeah. Well, And she no doubt yeah. is. I mean, she can be a superstar. Like, people think she's a superstar. Yeah. And, you know, fake it till you make it. And hard work. And, you know... You know, it, I'm just, you know, if that's what she wants to focus on, and it seems like she is, you know, her identity went from soccer player to engineer. So, bring them together and become a soccer engineer. Well, I mean, I think her dream job would actually be naturalist engineer. Oh. So, I mean, and I, I've, I've always. Wait till she learns from me all about particle physics. <laughs> Maybe she likes the animals, though. Like animals she, are made of particles. If she could use tech and wolves, oh my god! <laughs> tech wolves, tech wolves. Mm, let me think. <laughs> she loves wolves. Loves wolves. All right. So well, neutrinos well, are kind of the wolves of the well, particles. <laughs> When I went out to Redmond, they have stickers. You know, uh, Microsoft, one of their engineer thing is Ninja Cat. I'm not sure I know the whole story about it. It was a cat with a headband, right? They had stickers of Ninja Cat on a tiger, on a Tyrannosaurus. And the Tyrannosaurus had little helping hands, like so his arms were longer. <laughs> but then there was one on a wolf with laser eyes. So I got her the Ninja Cat on the wolf with laser eyes. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's Ellie's tech journey these days. Boys being assholes, her withstanding it, her having more patience than adults in the robot thing, and her being very excited to. Uh, oh, oh, one more thing. I, I saw when I was on Redmond. Adam Savage is on a um, speaker tour, okay. and he's. He's giving a speak speech out at Redmond. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. You know, it's May 15th or something. I'm going to miss it. And I mentioned it to Allie when we were watching Mythbusters Jr. last night. And she gets on her phone. She's like, you mean this? And Adam Savage is going to be here in Pittsburgh on May 11th. The same day as the Mini Maker Fair that we're putting together. So we bought tickets to go see him talk. And she is like so stoked. She's like, I can't. Like, I hope I can meet him. But she's so stoked. And then now my mission is to cordially invite Adam to the Cranberry Maker Fair. Because <laughs> he goes to Maker Fair. Right? Yeah. That's his thing, right? Go it, for it. You're part of the... You, you tell him, make sure you tell him that you are Cranberry's biggest uh, citizen yeah. this month. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it wouldn't be announced, right? He would have to kind of show mm-hmm. up on this whole thing so he doesn't get mobbed or anything like that. But uh, I'm going to work on that. That'd be so cool if he shows up. If not, we're going to have to like, try to get... like It's general seating, so we're going to have to get, like, leave the Maker Fair, go down to the Carnegie lecture, Library Lecture Hall, like get there early enough to get a good seat. And she's like... If you talk to enough people... Yeah. Like, especially if you, if you call like some of the organizers and be like, yeah. my my daughter is blah, blah, blah. She likes blah, blah, blah. You might be able to, to, to finagle yourself a, if it, maybe a, a pass or something to, to yeah. get backstage and talk to him. I would, yeah, I mean, she she would freak because she was kind of mentioning like I can't wait to talk to him. Like mm-hmm. you might not be able to talk to him. You probably will not be able to talk to him. I bet he's the kind of guy who stays after and 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 
and yeah. you know signs things and talks to people. I yeah. bet he's that kind of he's guy. He's probably that. He's a, he seems like a great guy. So um, yeah, I'm gonna. So I, I I'll be vague here, but I I communicated today with someone who has a almost no inside, but a little bit of inside to Adam, mm-hmm. and um, meant gave me some tips on. How to arrange a cordial invite to the Maker Fair and cool. whatnot. So, so yeah, I mean, it would just be cool, and uh, we, no way, we. I mean, you're getting the inside tip here on the post show because um, it won't be announced, <laughs> and I don't think the, uh, you know, dozen people or so that are actually listening will actually like. Please, please don't go on social media and, and blow this for me. <laughs> I, I guess I should say that. Really, don't think that will happen. I don't think it will happen either, but... I gotta pee, and... You wanna wrap? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks, everybody. Awesome. That was the Ali Bear Post Show, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.